0: Evening. Good evening. Good evening. pray Lord, we remember those in Wisconsin. We remember those who are less fortunate than us during this time, the hungry, the grieving, the attic, the lonely ones. We are so blessed to be here. We lift the service up to you. We lift our petitions to you. I made the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. 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 When I was younger, I was raised Catholic. Then, when I was about 13 years old, my mother converted to the evangelical, non-traditional, or non-denom- to non-denominational tradition, and the rest of the family went along with her. Since then, my parents have stayed in that tradition. However, I've explored everything from being Baptist to Buddhist and somehow ended up Episcopalian. <laughs> <laughs> about two weeks ago, I was visiting my parents down in Prince George County, and my mom has been inviting me to her church which I refused to go to. One of the reasons was because during COVID they made social distancing and mask wearing uh, optional but not mandatory. However, I decided that I would visit this time even though I knew that the political and social views that this church has does not align with my own. The church is adjacent to a movie theater. Inside it's filled with hundreds of people. It's a mega church. There was a kid zone where kids were going down slides and there were literally swing sets inside the church, not in the sanctuary but outside of it. There was a coffee shop where people could get coffee, a kiosk where people can check in via computer that they were attending church. And in the sanctuary itself, there's strobe lights, there's fog, a band, the surround sound, and they were giving out popcorn. (laughs) But <laughs> so the popcorn, I was like, well, this is why a little too much. <laughs> wow. um, as the service began, I was moved uh, by the sincerity of how people worshipped with complete abandonment. They lifted their hands in praise. A lot of them had tears in their eyes. And as the preacher came, he explained to the visitors that the reason they had popcorn was because the theme of the sermons was actually about movies. And two things came to mind, one, I was relieved that this wasn't an every (laughs) weekly event, but also recognizing how I was very presumptuous. The sermon was actually very moving. The preacher spoke about finding hope in Christ and having faith to persevere through the hardships of life, financial challenges, sickness, addiction, and the stuff that people go through. Then, towards the end of the service, he asked all the veterans, my father being one of them, to stand up. This was around the time of Veterans Day. And they honored them and prayed for them. I must say that I enjoyed the service. I might go back again. But one of the glaring takeaways from this experience is how judgmental I was towards them initially. Undoubtedly, these are people who do not vote the same way I vote. The preachers did not go to a fancy seminary like myself. Instead, they attended Bible colleges. Their theology is a bit too simplistic and literal for me. Yet in spite of that, their church has several hundreds of people, many of them young adults going there week after week. I realized in some way that I had become like Eli in the scripture that was read by Victoria. We read how Hannah has been praying to God for years and years and years for a child. That then to be barren was considered a great shame. Not only that, but according to the NIV commentary, men of financial means needed to have a male heir in order to continue the family line. Not only that, but Penaya, who was the second wife of Hannah's husband, tormented her daily and year after year because she herself was able to have children unlike Hannah. As Hannah is in the temple praying and pleading with God to bless her with a son, out of all the people, it is the priest who is judgmental towards Hannah. He makes assumptions and accuses her of being a drunkard because he sees her talking to herself. Specifically, he says, How long will you make a drunken spectacle of yourself? Put away your wine. Perhaps Eli was accusatory of Hannah because he was unaccustomed to seeing women in the temple. Perhaps Hannah was praying in a manner that Eli wasn't accustomed to. Back then prayers were more audible and ritualistic. Yet Hannah was not praying a prayer of custom. She was praying a prayer of desperation. And when Hannah told Eli she wasn't drunk, rather that she was pouring out her heart before the Lord, the Bible says Eli responds with a blessing. Go in peace. May the God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. So we see that Eli has a change of heart. He could have got upset at her. He could have sent her away. Yet he chose specifically to bless her. And the Bible does not tell us why he chose to bless her. However, if we read a couple more chapters, we'll begin to see a little bit more about Eli. Eli has two sons. Both of of them are priests. And both of them are corrupt. They are stealing from the temple. So we see that Eli has his own issues in his home, much like Hannah has her own issues in her home. And perhaps that's where we can find some common ground with people who are different from us. My parents' church is located on the border of Prince George County and the city of Hopewell in the Tri-City area. Over the years, a combination of industries that left the area joblessness, environmental waste, and crime has plagued the city. Because of the rise in opioid addiction, they have started calling Hopewell Dopewell. Many of these peoples are just trying to make ends meet, living check to check. Like Hannah, they need a God who hears their cries and answers their prayers. They're not really interested in ritual. America is still very much a divided country. I believe the last elections we saw earlier this month show us just how divided we truly are. And the reality is we're not going to agree on many issues, whether it's abortion, what's taught in the classroom, whether to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. But if we go past these issues that politicians and the media often use to divide us, We'll find out that we have more in common with our citizens, our fellow citizens, and our neighbors than we don't. Hannah may have prayed quietly with deep feeling while Eli prays in the order of a priest. Nevertheless, both of them have issues in the home. And who here cannot relate to a Hannah or an Eli who might have issues in their home? If not, You've about two days for Thanksgiving to be (laughs) prepared. As someone who has struggled with addiction, I know what it's like to pray over and over and over and over again. Or perhaps you or a loved one might be sick, or the outcome of your prayer is not what you expected. Perhaps it's a wayward child or grandchild, a rocky marriage, or a relationship, or a difficult time financially. Whatever it is, it can be summed up with life. As Buddha said, in life we will suffer. In this story we read how Hannah's prayers are answered and she's blessed with a child. However, I would venture to say that there's some folks in here that know what it's like to pray and not have our prayers answered, or still waiting for an answer to our prayers or wishing that a prayer wasn't answered because it didn't turn out the way we thought it would turn out when it was answered. Wherever you find yourself in that equation, let us pray that we can have the perseverance of Hannah. Not only her perseverance, but her humility. And that type of humility can only come about by being broken and by being desperate for God. And if things are going well like Eli, especially during this thanksgiving, us pray that when we come into family members or friends or neighbors who have a point of view that's different from ours, that we won't assume that our religious or political beliefs are superior to others, but rather realize that the people in our lives that are most often the angriest are often the ones most in need of love. Will we step up to be those who will be humble enough, caring enough, and kind enough to show them that love? especially during this holiday season. Amen. 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 (laughs)